This is episode number 10, How to Know Your Values, part one. And I'm your host, Anita Sandoval. In this episode, I will be discussing values. I will discuss on what values are the characteristics on a person who is not value aligned with their behaviors and the steps needed to figure out what your values are, the positive effects that come with being value aligned with your behaviors and decisions. I will also give you a quick tip in the beginning of the episode on three questions you can ask yourself to figure out what your values are right there and then. So stick around because this episode is for you. Tired of feeling misunderstood, frustrated, and emotionally disconnected when communicating with other people? This is Conversations That Work with Anita Sandoval, where you can learn how to maintain healthy conversations with the people who matter most. A podcast where you can gain confidence and get tips for having challenging day-to-day conversations that make you feel understood, validated, and heard. Here is your host, a licensed professional counselor specializing in communication skills, strategies, and techniques, Anita Sandoval. Let's start the conversation. Welcome back, everyone. I am ready for the new school year for my girls to go back. And I am super excited to see how it went for my daughter in her first day of school. One of the things that I always tell her when I drop her off is I like to be those mothers that like to embarrass their children. And I roll down the window and I like to tell her, make value-based decisions. I like to sit down with my girls and discuss with them, what are your values? What behaviors do you do that encompass your values? Of course, in little girl terms, because I want them to learn, grow, and change alongside with what they believe in. I would like to share the process that I use for becoming aware of my values alongside with you. Conversations at Work with Anita Sandoval. Making challenging conversations easy. Let's begin with what are values? Well, just what it means. Value is something that we find important and being of worth. It does not have to be something tangible per se, but it's something we believe in. It starts with an idea. It develops and grows into a thought. After time, it becomes a belief. And once it becomes a belief, it starts becoming a value, something you find important in life that is a purpose, a reason on why you do something. What happens with people who are not aware of their own values, that lack those values, they end up having some negative symptoms, such as Strong feelings of panic, fear, and helplessness, 
when they're faced with being alone, voicing their own opinion or belief. They're used to other people's beliefs or other people's opinions. They constantly ask for reassurance or validation because they do not know about their own opinion or value, if it's even worthy of it. Their feelings are easily hurt by criticism. Some other characteristics on living life with lack of values is where people's feelings are easily hurt by criticism and they're so preoccupied with pleasing others. This is the reason why I decided to make this episode. Because aside from people pleasing, one of the best things you can do is be aware of your values to help you stop people pleasing and appeasing others. That's the fast track into stopping people pleasing and appeasing is getting to know your values and making behaviors that are aligned with your values. The last characteristic is the inability to make a decision or initiate actions without excessive validation or reassurance from others. It's this constant need. What do you think? What do you think? But when they bring it back to you on what your thoughts are, you're stumbled. You don't know what to say. And you'd rather just not say anything. Does that sound familiar for anyone you know? My goals in this episode is to increase the behaviors of verbally speaking out and stating your own opinion, identifying your own emotional and social needs and ways to fulfill them, verbalize an increased sense of self-responsibility while not needing to be responsible for others. You now have an increased awareness of boundaries when they are being violated because you know what your values are. And because you know what your values are, you are able to clarify boundaries with others when your values are being violated. Some of the strategies that I will discuss today is on how to help you become assertive and independent, developing new ways on how to receive, process, and respond to this criticism, and how to know what you believe in so that you can start living a purposeful life built with your own values. And one of my definitions for happiness is when your values, your behaviors, and your emotions are all aligned. Sign up for up-to-date information and resources at conversationsatwork.org. So let's begin with the quick tip. You want to find out, well, what are some values that I believe in? Three questions that you want to ask yourself is, what was the most happiest and best moments in my life? Consider a meaningful moment. A a great peak experience that stands out that you find memorable. A positive one is best even one that was negative because they both result in one being aligned to your values and the other one, the contrast, which is the opposite of being aligned with your values. But let's stick with the happiest moment. 
So the three questions you want to ask yourself are, what was happening to you in that moment? What was going on? What values were you honoring then? One of the best moments that I remember was the first time that I walked and graduated with my associate's degree. I had not graduated high school. I got my GED. And one of my greatest accomplishments that I wanted for my children was to have them watch me walk with my degree because education was so important to me. And I wanted them to know the importance of education. So when I graduated with my associate's degree, I remember walking down with my robe and seeing my children look at me while I walked. And I said, wow, this is the best moment ever. I am so blessed and grateful because that's when I learned education was, was a big value of mine, but so was family. To have those two values aligned and know that I was able to graduate, which is my behaviors and the discipline to graduate together made me so happy. I was aligned there and then at that moment with my values, with my behaviors and my feelings. So there you have it. Think of your best peak experience, your best moment, and ask what was happening to you, what was going on. And what values were you honoring then? Feel free to leave a comment on your experiences and what values you were aligned with. Let's begin with the steps on figuring out what your values are. It may take some time for some. It might not for others. Remember that this is a journey, not a destination. Values, they're so malleable. They're fluid. Just because you like Dora the Explorer when you were five doesn't mean you find Dora the Explorer important when you're 15 or 25. Maybe you do, but for the most part, we all learn, grow, and change. And so do our values. And that's okay. Know that individuals have greater fulfillment when they live by their values. If we don't honor our values, our mental, emotional, and physical state suffers. So when you clarify your value as a top priority, many things shift in your life and environment. When you know your values, you don't have to work and wrestle with this impulse control as much because you know that's not something you believe in. So it helps with making emotional-based decisions where in the long term might have negative consequences. So knowing your values changes your behavior and discovering your personal core values is priority. It's important to help you on your journey to being at peace and happy. And it's okay. Most of us don't know our values. Especially sometimes when people are shifting different experiences and environment and your values are changing, sometimes we are not sure yet what we know. I remember mentioning education was a big value of mine. Well, throughout the years, I've noticed that I now value knowledge and wisdom. 
more so than education. And that's okay. And when we don't understand what's most important to us, we focus on what society, culture, and media values. That's where the people-pleasing comes in. That's where we try to measure up to others. It's easy to judge and speculate and idealize what you should value. But knowing and accepting what you value, that's going to take some time and effort. Know that anything that takes time and effort, oh, it's so worth it, especially when it comes to your happiness and mental wellness. So let's begin with step one. Start with what you know already. I don't want you to start with anything that anybody is telling you. I want you to just reflect back growing up. What were the messages growing up? What did your family mention on what people should and should not do? Did you guys go to church every weekend? And if you did, did you enjoy that? If you didn't, that's not a value. But if you did and you still do and continue, guess what? That's a value. How about when you were a child and you were playing games? What games did you play? What did you enjoy the most? Your hobbies. Start with what you already know and what you like. Take a deep breath and just do some brainstorming. Empty your mind. Write as many insights as you might have. Create a space for some new insights. Ask yourself some questions. What's important to me? What would a perfect day look like? What values are represented in that choice? What do I spend my free time on? What do I enjoy doing? Don't worry, guys. All these questions and everything that I'm discussing, I will write a cheat sheet for you so that you can have access to that. Just think about these questions and just write freely. What do you enjoy reading about? What kinds of conversations do you have with your closest friends? When you're most productive, what inspires you? There's a difference between motivation and inspiration. Motivation is what you do to do something you don't want to do. But inspiration, inspiration is that value where you just have that passion-driven thing that you want to do because it just comes from inside of you. That's what's called inspiration. What inspires you to do whatever it is that you do? Connect with Anita on Facebook. Facebook.com slash conversations that work. What would you do if you did not care what others thought? Oh, I love to go forever with that one because caring about what other people think really stops people from doing what they love and believe in. Let's move on to step two. Now that you brainstormed all the things that you did, you filled out those questions and you figured out some insight about yourself it's time to create a list of your personal core values. So start evaluating which values are better than others and make a list. Guess what? I have a list too. So I will make sure that there is a list of values in your cheat sheet. That's why I call it cheat sheet. 
You don't even have to think about it. You'll find him go, yes, that's the one. It's going to be a lot of values. I like to think of it as Harry Potter, where they have the families, Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, whatever it's called. And you want to categorize them and classify them. So for example, cleanliness, maybe organization could be in the same one, compassion, understanding, empathy, that could be in another group. So you want to just write as many, many that you believe in, and then you just start classifying them and clumping them together. So in step two, you want to make a list of your personal core values. Okay, so going back, step one, start just free writing everything, asking all the questions. What do you do in your spare time? What do you do that inspires you? Just make a list of all the things that you do. Step two, start making a list of all those values and then start classifying them. Start making them smaller and grouping them. Okay. So step three, start classifying and regrouping them. Values like accountability, responsibility, timeliness are all related. Learning, growing, developing are related to each other. Connection, belonging, and intimacy, those group them together. So you want to be able to group them together and start classifying them. Now on step four, let's start picking up our top values. What is your first top value, your second, your third one? If you have a group of values that include honesty, integrity, directness, select a word that best represents all that group. For example, I valued education. And then after time, I like the words knowledge, wisdom, education. They fall in the same family. But I decided that for me, wisdom was best. And that, again, everybody has their own and that's okay, but I I prefer wisdom. Maybe because where I'm at right now, I finished going to school and, and I just now want to learn as myself. I just want to learn as a person and grow and change and have some self-discovery about myself. After all, everything is a journey. So I value wisdom. Why is it important to prioritize your values? This is an example that I always like to tell people. Think about a couple. They may have the same values with work and family, but they might have it in the incorrect order. It's not just about finding people that are aligned with the same values as you, but also in the correct order. Imagine a couple where their child is sick. One values work more than family. And they say, hey, you know what? I know my child's sick, but they're still going to go And I still need to go to work and you still go to work while maybe the other person who values family decides to stay home and not go work because they value family more. One does not make it, one is not better than the other. It's just values. Values have no worth within anyone else but yourself. So you want to be able to know what is my worth within my values, then number them. I'll use me as an example just to help you guys out. Number one for me would be responsibility. Then number two would be respect. Number three would be family. 
Because I believe that if there's no responsibility or respect, there is no family. And if any of you guys have read my book, Broken Chains, you've known that I come from a third generation of abuse and neglect. So for me, I find relatives, yes, being blood related, but it's my choice if I consider you family. You don't have to be blood related to be family. And I have to have my values in order to be aligned with myself and my happiness within my environment. And therefore, I decide to choose people who are aligned with the same values as me in order for my happiness to continue and my mental wellness. And that includes people who are responsible, who are respectful, who value family, just like me. Now, does that mean that I don't respect others if they have different values? Not at all. I respect their journey. It may be different than mine, but does not make it better or less than. There is only the value I give myself. And so going back to my priorities on numbering my values, it's number one, responsibility. Number two, respect. Number three, family. Number four, work. And then number five, wisdom, which I use interchangeably over the years with knowledge and education. But that's my last one. Everybody is different. Some do first this, first that. Some add religion. Play with it. Then we'll move forward on behaviors and see what works with you. Feel. Do do my emotions go with this? Do I feel happy when I do this? What are my other values? If I do that, do I like it? If it doesn't feel good, that means it's not a value for you. And then turn around and figure out what the value is and go with that. Try to at least pick your top five values, rank them from one to five in priority. And some questions you can help yourself to kind of make that list a little bit less. What values are important in your life? What values represent your primary way of being that sets who you are as a person? And what values are essential to supporting your inner self? This is where the, my why, my why do I do this? Your inspiration. Step six is evaluating your values consistently. You want to take a step back. I always write down my values in a paper. You may have values as a wife, as a daughter, as a husband. You can use different values for different roles and that's okay. I best recommend for those that are barely beginning with their journey of self-discovery within their values to write them down on a piece of paper, post it, carry it around in your back pocket. Because in our next episode, guess what? I'm going to give you strategies on how to make a decision with values. But for now, the goal is to figure out what your values are. Write them down, put them on a piece of paper, like I said, a post-it note. Put it in your back pocket, write down your values and put them in task reminders, little reminders on your phone. And in the morning, have them pop out. Try that for a week. If it's something you don't like, take it out and put something else in. Have at least three to begin with and then grow to five. Try not to have too many. It can be overwhelming. So try to stick to three to five. And you want to evaluate your values consistently. That's where step six comes in. So here's where you set your reminders if you want. 
put them in a piece of paper, put them in your back pocket, carry it around and look at them all the time. Look at them throughout the day for about a week or two, play around with it, take a step back, come back to them. And then you want to ask yourselves, how do they make you feel? Do they feel that they're consistent with who you are? Can you identify with those values? Are they personal to you? Do you see any values that feel inconsistent with your identity? Like if they belong to someone else, an authority figure, society, and it's not you. It's more of like a gut instinct. Yes, this is me. I just feel it. I know it. You want to check the priority rankings. Do they feel like your values are in the proper order of importance? Did I put work first and then family? How did that feel? Switch them around. Did I put family first and then work? How did that feel? Play around with it. As you learn, grow, and change, so will your values. And that is okay. This process will help you bring a new level of clarity to your decision-making, boundary-setting, and people-pleasing process. It will benefit for you to decrease your people-pleasing skills and increase your limit-setting on allowing only the people that matter the most to you within your values that are aligned in your life. And I will leave you with this quote. Values are like fingerprints. Nobody's are the same, but you leave them all over everything you do. Until our next conversation, be safe and take care. Thank you for listening to Conversations at Work with Anita Sandoval. Know someone who needs help in having healthy conversations? Share this episode and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Until our next conversation.